Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's Nikki. I'm, I'm Nikki. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I forgot like, what I said at the top of the show. <laughs> and I don't want to do it again. Um, welcome to the show. I'm so excited for the show today. Um, Brian is still away. Brian Frangie is, um, he got married this past weekend. We'll talk about that. He is not on the show because this is like kind of his post wedding Pardon. week off yeah postpartum <laughs> uh week off and postpartum. so in not in his place but just here with us today in studio in st louis with me is uh back by popular demand taylor mccraw hey uh train Woo! jumping yeah. uh klepto crime fight other qualities besides crime um, uh, fascinated in john benet like leading expert in john benet probably within a hundred no, uh, miles radius insect taxidermist oh yeah um, screen God, replacing thrift shopping Screen Car replacing. painting, yeah, and what, yeah, you what's your, your you screens. have a degree too, though. You actually like have <laughs> so things many. that you could say after your name. <laughs> Besides these things, we're just like attributing to you. Um, what do you what um what what's your degree in? I'm an MA. I could be Taylor McCart MA. I guess what is, Ma- but what master's is degree in what psychology? But M, M what's the A stand for? Arts. Ma. Let me get. Ma. Ma. Can I try Ma. a fake CV like? Taylor, tell me how close I am. Taylor McGraw has worked in emergency rooms working with high risk <laughs> patients who have experienced schizophrenia and serious mental illness. Yeah, sure. Is that good? That sounds great. That's yeah. really good. And I like the worst use of CV. That's very European. Yeah. Of you. Oh, I don't even know what it's correct. 
Isn't that curriculum vitae? Is that really it? Yeah, it's like your vital but curriculum. It's, the, it's a resume, correct? Yeah. CV. It's, it's an, more. Um, it's the same thing. Yeah, basically, it's more bullet pointy. I think. Okay, and I call it a resume. Resume. She's also um, a writer yeah. and illustrator. She, God, oh, she yeah. has God, so guys. many facets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm facet sitting um, <laughs> You guys even, have facets too. What no, the hell are you I actually thought of you today because on the are... street it says, nev- wait, never stop improving <laughs> <laughs> on these signs that are like construction signs for the hospital near me. And Taylor one day was like, you could read that as never stop improving. Like they're always just like <laughs> freewheeling it in there. Like, never <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> what are we going to do this time? I don't fucking know. They're like, it is the yes, sp- anding each other. By the way, I once That's the dated same a guy. exact word. I once dated what? a guy, Nikki knows who I'm talking about, who seems like he just learned the phrase yes, anding. And if you don't know what that is. It's just what they do in improv where someone suggests something. Then you something. need to start improving <laughs> if you don't know. Yeah, you yeah. never start. Someone like suggests a, an idea and the the good improv actor or sketch person will say yes and to that, meaning they won't like poo-poo the idea and switch the track or like the subject yeah, or something. Yeah, you should always be like in... in to keep the flow going. Do you know that about improv? Yeah, but that's also therapists. Oh, you yes and? Yes and. Oh, really? If someone's like, yes so and. I want to kill my I, brother. Are butts ever yes good? And. How about your mom? <laughs> um, okay, so, and then, so, <laughs> the guy, what about this guy? He just would use this phrase constantly, and he was kind of He'd say cat. yes and? He would always say, use it in a metaphor. He'd be like, I was at this Broadway show, and it was just so wonderful to meet all these people there, because everyone Honestly, like, yes Honestly, you guys and. can probably figure out who this is from her impression. It's <laughs> think, someone you would recognize by know. their voice. Wait, say it again. Do it again. He'd be like, you know, what a sign of a good friend is someone who's yes anding a lot, you know? And I'm like, you're using Ew. this phrase constantly. Like, you should not be using yes and thrice. Yeah, it's daily. like when everyone learned the word uh, <laughs> wheelhouse and everyone started using oh, it too much. A rape industry term. I wear many hats. <laughs> oh, God. I really think of them as wearing. The I only want you to say that if you wear lots of hats and then if you do, I don't want to really owe you. If you're like, <laughs> cop hat, policeman, <laughs> like, but don't firefighter, <laughs> Stetson. Stetson. Oh, I wear many hats, really grosses me out. But so you. An actual hat joke that I made in a, a Seth Meyers late night set that Taylor Swift actually put in a song. So she has this new song. Which one is it? Uh, I cried over a hat. Oh yeah, okay. So it's in the um, <laughs> the new song. Uh, I think it's "You're Losing Me." No, it's um, what's the uh, hits different? Okay, oh, yeah. so in the bridge of hits different, she goes. I find the artifacts cried over a hat, cursed the space that I needed, but cried over a hat. I did a joke that I was like, when you're going through a breakup, you'll cry about any, you'll cry at the drop of a hat. You'll be like, he wore hats. And I'd chase a hat down the street. And I was like, that's kind of the same thing. Like, was she maybe going for the, because she's talking about a breakup. I find the artifacts cried over a hat. I don't know if she, if she did that many different- But it made me excited <laughs> that I was on the same uh, path. I mean, I guess she just is meaning that I find the artifacts, oh, like of her relationship, and she, she like finds an old hat. And a is beanie. Like, uh, yeah, beanie. It's definitely a skater boy. <laughs> Seattle skater boy. She finds a beret and is like, thank God he's gone. Thank God you broke up with that one beret guy. Nikki yeah. PL. Um so Taylor and I were t- I was trying to explain the um the new show that Anya and I are watching to you with Ultimatum. 
Uh, I really think besties need to get on board with it. It's queer ultimatum and it's all women or I guess none of them are non-binary. I think there was one girl where they were tossing around them for a bit, but then they went to she and then it was like no problem. So I don't know. You caught that too? Yeah. So I I think they all identify as what women who gives a shit. It's just it's queer ultimatum. Uh, Not who gives a shit like I don't care what you go as, but who gives a shit for me telling you that? Okay. so queer ultimatum is awesome because ultimatum if you don't know it's all these couples where one person is like i want to get married and the other person is like i like how things are the other person does it's not like a couple that wants to break up they both are happy with the relationship but one is happy with the status quo and one is is like i need to get married or i'm done so it's an ultimatum and then they all get put in a mix so it's five couples that all get thrown in together and they all meet each other and the, the gist is and they all sign up for this they break up in quotes and then they all go live with another person they choose after they mingle over like a oh, weekend. Oh, they choose them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they That's meet fun. and they all date each other. What if nobody chooses someone, they just stick the last few with whoever? Yeah, you, you can tell that producers are just like, well, you guys just like try. But yeah. it ends up, everyone kind of agrees on it. Like people gravitate towards, and they all gravitate because it's the queer edition. They all gravitate towards each other's partner. So they're like mostly swapping mm. because it's like the same kind of person right. or the same kind of d- dynamic. One person doesn't want to get married. The other person does. One person's avoidant. One person is secure. Or one person is, um, what's the opposite of avoidant? Uh, securely attached uh, anxious. Oh. anxious anxious yes so um there's that ma and so <laughs> mama mama mama's coming through. out <laughs> <laughs> so gonna have to help me out mama because there's a lot of that going on in here so then they all pick two different partners and they live together for three weeks with this new partner and they don't talk to their exes at all they are Aww. completely like doing this experiment of like just tr- and they called a trial wife like they're acting like they're married which is a new kind of concept. There was an ultimatum that wasn't queer that already happened. And I was telling Taylor the biggest difference, and this isn't spoiler, is that no one be fucking. (laughs) (laughs) No one be. No, none of these women, some of them, I'm not saying who, but some will go the entire time of those three weeks sleeping in the same bed together, calling each other trial wife and won't even hold hands or kiss. And I go, what are we doing here? Like this isn't. Wait a second. In, but the sh- I thought. Uh, they, yeah. I'm on. What F5. episode are you on? Yeah, dude. They're having they some fun in the dark in the there's secret There's one couple. There's one of, couple. Oh, okay. No, one, that's the only what about one you're getting. Night whereas one, the blonde, uh, with the huge bazooms. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, there's so much Mal? more to her than that, but I can't think of a single thing. And Mal, <laughs> yes, she's 24. The blonde with the huge boobs is 24. Get right Mal in bed is, together and start like cuddling, watching a film. No, but there's we don't see any kissing from them. But can you imagine doing that? Kiss. You break up with the Chris. The Why next night would you, you're in bed with yeah, Jake? Okay, but I'm tuck. I'm, I understand the next night. I give these in the in the in the ultimatum. The first version with straighties. They were kissing by the end of the first week. I mean, it takes a little time. So I'm not asking these people to jump right into things. But the whole three weeks, I don't really care anymore about the show. If you're not going to attempt to like kiss and get with someone else, that's what makes this interesting. But it turns out, which the ultimatum did not tell us, is that they all agreed with each other before they broke up Um. that they wouldn't do anything physical with each other. Yeah. Now this is such a woman thing. I re- I told Chris, I was like, the reason this is happening, and he was, I was like, is because they're women and they can't stand, it's like this, 
I think there's something to that because most of my female friends couldn't imagine their partner being with someone else. And so I think, and and most men are territorial as well. So I don't know why this, why is this happening on this show more than, and the only people that hook up betray that promise, by the way. Right. And so there is a spoiler here. And if you got here, here's a belated. (laughs) No, there's no spoiler. You're not going to know. You're not going to know who did it. Okay, but you're if you're watching on ep one, hoping that somebody fucking on ep two, you just found out they're not. Well, no, no one's watching it to see if they fuck. I'm just telling. So, so yes, that's a spoiler. I want them well, to. Well, I, guess I, what? Or you should be mad about it then too. I because pissed. why the fuck aren't they fucking? Well, do, did you notice this as well that no one is being intimate until like the last sec where it's like, come on. I just assumed they were. I had a different response. I was like, these fucking hoes. You just thought are they weren't showing it to spooning us? Spooning on like the afternoon Dude, of breaking up with someone. You don't think a reality show, if they had footage of these two kissing, would show it? You think they're sitting on that footage, but then we got to watch, but instead they're choosing her going out to lunch with a friend she hasn't seen in four years who's like, hey, you look. <laughs> Happy and different. Like those scenes, I could fucking throw them in the trash. Let's get some action in here. Even if it's just hand holding, I want to see anything. So, in my mind, Anya, they're not not showing us things right. because if they had it as a reality show producer they would show it yeah. like, or fake it yeah I thought they were being like polite or like having a little no. what? but they're definitely no getting reality cozy. TV is respecting anyone's boundaries <laughs> don't you think that they told them yeah, they need to do that how in order much cozy to go on the show? can you watch no no and what I do know is that they purposefully hold withhold that information from us as a viewer that oh. they all promise each other because that comes out later on. And you go, well, what the fuck am I watching this yeah. for? I would never watch a show where everyone <laughs> agrees to not get physical with the other person they're supposed to go be physical with. That's the premise of this fucking show. It's about consent. And I didn't consent to see boring TV. Uh, I thank you. To see- well, I have a question, but though. <laughs> it is so, good. So when I talk to like, my male guy friends and they tell me about their hookups and stuff and they can just go to like a like a day spa and jerk a guy off and stuff like that (laughs) and then it's over yes and you know like and then um, less emotion involved yeah there's absolutely no emotion it's just kind of like or yes yeah it's just like for fun you have a need i have a need let's let's get it done and i'm not saying that's all gay sex we're not no, generalizing not at all it's just i don't want to make part a part of a, the gay sexual experience i've found and have heard is that they can do it without any emotion or like is he gonna call attached to it yeah it's it, it's like a completely and, and i'm fascinated by it that's why i love to hear stories because i cannot relate to it at all i know i i wouldn't be able to do something like that so do you think i mean i i don't i don't have any lesbian friends actually so i do you think that it's kind of similar to us where like it takes us forever to like hook up with a guy and there's all those nerves yeah. too. I That's a really good point is that there's, they need to build that emotional connection before the physical can happen. And I just thought there would be, because there are so many, well, you've been in a relationship with a non-binary person, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Do you find, I found, or I thought because some of these women present more masculinely and I've been around lesbians who hit on me hardcore and it feels exactly like a man who just wants to get his dick sucked hitting on me. Yeah. You know, like the same kind of like, I just want sex kind of thing. I thought we would have more of that from some of the more masculine energy women. Yeah, I was surprised about that. I would think that the lesbians would be hooking up way more than the straight people. Or falling like fast, quick. Yeah. U-Haul lesbian. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's but it's, it's just, yeah. it's good though, because in the original... Um, 
the one with all the straights, you only got to choose the other. They can choose. There's a bigger pool to choose from because it's all women as opposed to half being the sex you're not attracted to. So it's just Mm. better. And it's just interesting. And uh, you just get to watch relationship dynamics and judge other people for things you do in your own relationship. And (sighs) it brings up good conversations when you're watching it with your partner. And um, and you see like manipulation happen, or pr- certain people remind me you of people you've dated. Yeah, there's uh, a it's villain really on good. this one, and oh yeah, I was I was wondering what you thought of the villain character, Nikki. Do you did you um, empathize? I with think her? she talks with her teeth like in a, <laughs> an amazing way, where it's almost like that's how I'm supposed to be singing. Is every time that you open your mouth, it goes all the way open. This and is how I'm doing my vocal exercise. This also is how sticking you my are supposed to a little sing. more. Yes, because it's a strong <laughs> job. She looks like Natalie Portman. She's gorgeous. She's one of the most stunning people. Uh, I I think she's one of she's just like the type of she's. The girl that I had a crush on my freshman year, Kat and I both had a crush on this girl in our hall, the fr- our freshman year. It was the first time we ever felt like a little gay and we couldn't help it. We, I was like, I think I'm in, her name is Marissa. Yes. And she's like a volleyball player, but she looked like Vanessa. And I was like, I'm thinking about Marissa a lot. I think I like love her. And Kat was like, she's so hot. And we were both like, I don't know if I wanted to be her or be inside her, but um, uh, but anyway, she looked like this Vanessa girl. But my take on Vanessa is that she's like fun. And so like, at first she's like the most fun and the most spunky and everyone's just like delighted by her. And she's just like, let me ask you a crazy question. Like if you were an ice cream topping, what would you be? Like she just is like, and she asks a lot of questions that she wants to answer. Right. That's like her thing. And someone even calls her on it. Um, And everything always comes back to her. But I'm beautiful, right? Let's talk about my beauty. I like her. (laughs) And I'm sorry. I like her. And it's just. Does she hook up? So fast. No, I mean, no, no, that wasn't that fast. That was like two weeks in. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. But she's the, she goes Uh, the farthest, I think. No, she does not. Yes. Ooh. Their whole Dude, the no. P word comes up. Penetration all because of Pussy? her. Pussy? Yeah, but y- you don't think Xander and oh, yeah, yeah, Xander yeah. Yoli yeah. are fucking Wait, can she you- even <laughs> asked Xander, she goes, Did you mouths? Did you use because lesbians call sex fingering, by the way. Yeah. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do your little sound. <laughs> also the sound I'm I make when I'm coming. getting fingered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um this girl fingers another girl, not exactly. saying who. And they're all like, Shh, they had sex. And I'm like, nah, what? Like, I thought sex was like, you know, a lot more things have to happen than a light fingering. So you, so you can have sex at the movie theater if you're a lesbian. You could go down on him and... Yeah, yeah Linus Moore said good. <laughs> but like, fingering someone lightly, do you think the lesbian community considers that sex? Yeah, because they don't have a penis and that is their prerequisite for calling it sex for heteros so, so are they thinking that heteros when we finger each other is sex too does that no count? they just like, that's all they get man but like, <laughs> let's say i was in a relationship with a woman and then i got fingered by a guy and she's like you had sex with him and i'm like uh no i didn't but according no i don't think they would say that GQ, Nikki, so, but then that's not fun that's not fair then because I sometimes I don't want to have have it mean sex with someone. So if I was dating a woman and she fingered me, I would not want her to think she had sex with me. Well, I think it's more like you're also like humping and you can do it at the same time. Yeah, if you're naked and like yeah. doing that. and like, I don't think it's just that. I don't think they would call this sex. They would they, call that's that what like they did. foreplay. That's what they did the whole time. Like, they had sex I and they did not. I would not get on this show. 
I mean, we get on it, it. Not actually on it, although that yeah, would be Yeah, I was like, I think her relationship is pretty good. I don't think either of them are ready <laughs> to serve an ultimatum. Let me just become gay again so I can do that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but then one was like, she was like, we hooked up, and they're like, did you do mouth stuff? Because <laughs> her, her mouth's always open. But she was like very wanting to know about mouth. And then Xander's like, uh, I don't want to answer that. And it was pretty much like, I'll tell you when we're not on camera. Okay. But guess what? If someone dodges a question about mouth stuff, you yeah. did some mouth stuff. Yeah. What I, That's a yes. You got mouthy. What I found so interesting is that a lot of the ones that are that seem the most needy at first in episode one, the most hardcore ready for marriage, they're the ones yeah. that flip the fast and all of a sudden want to marry someone new. Because then they meet someone who actually is available to them and is not avoidant. So the ones that suddenly, the ones that are constantly wanting to get married to this person that's avoidant, they they are forced to do this experiment because the other person they're in a relationship really wants to fuck someone else. Really, they're all kind of reluctantly like, I guess I'll do this, but like, I love you. You know, I want to get married to you. And then they are forced to then go be in a relationship with someone else. And some of them end up with um, secure people or also like more anxious people. So then they find someone who's actually wanting what they want, which is like this thing that they've there, but they wouldn't be with them otherwise, unless they were forced by the show because, right. you know, avoided pizza. Yeah. They, they would choose the a copy, a carbon copy of, and some of them do choose like the same kind of person in their last partner. Um, but yeah, that is. Are there any women you absolutely could not date on that show? Like any personalities that you're like, whoa, oh, yes, oh. Tiff, yes, wait, Tiff, Tiff and her Tiff. fucking dog. We'll get to that oh after God. the yeah. break. Yeah. One sec, we'll be right back. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. So, sorry to talk about the ultimatum, a show you probably haven't seen, but there is one girl in there who's like, if you don't like my dog, then sorry, <laughs> fuck you. You're out. And I'm like, your dog is a husky. It's 12. It's going to be dead in like three months. So you should probably have a plan for love after this. It is. Those dogs don't live that long. The dog is 12. She's I, a little I was like, aggressive. Like, it really is. Is she like, also husky? You can fuck she right is, off. Yeah, if she, you don't. she is, yeah. Yeah, she gets mad at this really sweet woman she's living with who's just like, she's like, I just feel like you like don't even like my talk. Like you haven't. And she's like, I love animals. Like I am a gentle, kind person. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Animals. I sleep with my dog. And if you're not into the dog in the bed, you can fuck right off, is what I just realized. I feel like I've been making so many compromises and there's been none from you. I didn't say I didn't like the dog. I'm done. And then there's Aussie who's like, there's this one woman and her her girlfriend's like we need to like talk every time she wants to confront her about something she like is like i can't have this conversation right now i can't do it i can't do it i'm just not i'm just not not gonna have this conversation with you right now and the woman's like when can we and she's like i need to meditate first i need to be in the right state of mind i'm not gonna have this conversation <laughs> oh with you. i related to ozzy because like, it was a spicy latina it was like you don't like my fucking tone we're gonna talk now and ozzy's like yeah oh, not with this tone i'm afraid i'm gonna go outside and walk the dog for the third I time agree with ozzy the first time <laughs> the tone was a little much but this girl eventually just wants to have a conversation yeah. and it's guess what it's gonna be a little heated because it's about they're criticizing each other. 
you know? Mm. So it's gonna, so Aussie literally goes, I'm Wait, not her name is Aussie? Yeah, she's like, I'm not running away. I'm not running away. And she's putting on running shoes. <laughs> she's like, I'm leaving, but I'm not running away. I'm. She's like lacing up these Nikes. It's so funny. But then, um, and then she like, la- yeah, ugh, so we're spoiling this whole thing. But anyway, um, it's a fascinating little trip into um, lesbian culture that I uh, quite enjoy. And then, um, so t- uh, other things I want to talk about, uh, went to Brian Frangie's wedding. We'll do a better recap on that when he is here, but it was so pretty and lovely. We went out to Colorado Grand Lake. You have to land in Denver and then drive like two and a half hours up to this beautiful little town. So picturesque, so um, mountainous, and um, it like hailed minutes before his ceremony so it was like insane that like we all and you just walk from your cabin to the little nuptial knoll um which i was like that was the only knoll i've heard of besides the grassy one there's another knoll yeah there's one other knoll nuptial the knoll. nuptial knoll it's like, on like a cliff. threat <laughs> and, uh, yeah that's probably where the ultimatum like they do the final elimination rounds the nuptial knoll so um yeah, it was so beautiful, and it like was crazy weather right before the the ceremony, and then it, the, the sun came out, and it was beautiful. And Brian was so, his vows were so funny. He has a copy oh. of them. He's going to read them for oh, us yes. when he comes back next week. He'll oh, be back on the show funny. next Wednesday. So will you punch funny. up my vows? I haven't even started them. He <gasps> he wrote his Merchant. in the morning. It, the thing is, the bar is so low. I'm not saying Brian's but were funny, but they were writer. just and. No, it wasn't about the it, yes he is, but it wasn't about the writing. It was just he was just honest, you know. Like you know how Brian is. He just like the way he talks is funny. Yeah. And it was a it was a grouping of everyone who knows and loves Brian. And Brian is a interesting character. He had like twelve close personal friends from high school there. All of their wives. Everyone's like no. Brian has like a cast a wide net of friends. It was really fun. Adam Conover was there from Adam Ruins Everything. Um. Amazing reception with great dancing. Some critiques there, but we'll not about his dancing, but about the music. We'll get into that. We know Brian's a good dancer. I heard a little. A Taylor Swift song finally came on, and Brian came out to me, and I'll just say this: He just goes, "Is this acceptable?" And I said, "Absolutely not." And that's that's where I'll leave that because it was just the it was so, but it was so funny that it wasn't. It was better than if it would have been good. Um, but otherwise, we I mean, we had so much fun dancing and just seeing Brian so happy. But his his vows were incredible. Her vows were incredible. And then the speeches were really, really funny as well. And Brian apparently didn't get any sleep before uh, his wedding day, did not sleep one wink throughout the whole night, which I think he put on the Instagram. That's where I saw yeah. that exact stat, uh, because he was so uh, one of the reasons was he was so nervous about his best man speech Aww. who he ended up Why? the best man <laughs> Why? I'll just say the last line of the best man's speech he said something he's just like giving him shit the whole time and he goes and um and like Allie loves you Brian despite being this and this and also being on strike from a job you don't have <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. So shout out to Adam. Um, I think his last name's uh, uh, Steinman. Adam Steinman, who does IT in Long Island and Long on Long Beach, <laughs> Long Beach, Long Island. Is that a place? Um, very funny guy yes. and had one of the funniest speeches, even though he was up against comedians on it. And then, um, yeah, it was it was a what great was time. Your favorite and, part. Uh, watch watching Brian walk down the aisle. Like you know, you like I know men don't was walk down the aisle, but like walking his, in. Was he wearing his coat of paxi? No, he jacket. wasn't. He, he wore <laughs> it at every other thing. And yes, he did wear it at the reception right away. 
Um, he just wanted to be comfortable, and he was also wearing his fanny pack the night before, oh like the, the intro dinner. Why was um, that your favorite part? Because he looked so happy. I was just like, I started crying as soon as I saw him. Because I guess he's someone that I don't see like a lot of. Well, I Joy. people are saying he's not emotional, and I'm like, no, I see emotion from him all the time. I don't know. I was just so happy for him. I think, and then you just like hearing there. He was so. You just we'll we'll talk about it. The reason is all locked inside his vows because the way he started his vows, the way he kind of t- talks us through his life before he met Allie, and then what Allie brought to his life. And um, he said so- one thing that really was so sweet that I'll just share that was like because I'll re- I remember it. He was like, "They say marriage is about compromise, but I don't have to compromise anything with this woman." And I was like. That's not fair. Really? <laughs> That's not fair. Okay. But I was like, actually, like, Fine. I think it's true, kind of. Um, Cut to Allie, like, and- God damn it. I can't I know. Ask him to I, my life is hell. <laughs> I'm locked into this role. <laughs> She's just so cool. Like, he really, I do believe, it makes me believe in true love. That's what Aww. I wrote in their little guest book. I was like, and their love makes me believe in true love and like how someone has like a soulmate, kind of, or like the world, like, rewarded this man who was so looking for someone in his life to like share life with and it was just you'll see when he reads his vows i'm so happy he agreed to do that when he comes back um so since last episode i've been to a flaming lips concert which was awesome i you know i went and saw the beautiful musical i'm doing things every fucking night of my life Mm -hmm. tonight i'm going to matchbox 20 like a bucket list with taylor Chris, Chris's parents, my parents, my sister, Matt Green, and Courtney Landrum from her show and her boyfriend, Nick. Um, So it's 12 of us. I asked Rob Thomas for 12 tickets because I know Rob Thomas. And I DM'd him and said, yes, Rob, I am asking you for comps. I am so sorry. You encouraged me to do it, Anya. I wouldn't have done it if Anya wouldn't have it's told me fault. in the girls' chat that it's okay. No, it's not your fault. It, I got him. That's you cool. Did, you did tell yeah. me that I could do it, yeah. right? Yeah. You said I said I would I know pay for com- any that I can. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I said I did exactly what you said. But did he make you pay? No. That's so nice. No, he of probably course, doesn't it, have any friends in St. Louis. You're yeah, he in, said yeah. we have no guests. It should be fine. I was like, I'm so embarrassed to ask for That's this number. Cool. I cast a wide net because I thought people like would have kids and like got to get up early. But I was like, everyone's a they huge fucking fan everything. and wants to go. And so my, I, I have 12 people want to go. I'll pay for whatever you don't want to give me. I'll pay for all of them. I'm so embarrassed by this. Nice. And um, he said, I, I can't get everyone has to COVID test before to go backstage. I was like, I would never bring 11 people backstage to meet you. And I want anyone who's ever coming to my show to know that, too. If you have a big group, I will grant you them. Maybe if you're my friend, do not bring your whole fucking family backstage. That's too many. So I was like horrified that he thought I was going to try to bring 12 people backstage to meet him. But he gave me five um, backstages. So Taylor's Cute. going with me backstage. <gasps> my brother, my sister, Ross, and potentially Chris. Come true? Taylor, are you a big fan too? Yes, Taylor of his more matchbox. Oh, his, we like. We were talking about how oh. he was a kind of a heartthrob. I mean, he was one of my, oh my first God. that I was like, oh, that's like a, a kind of a man that yeah. I think is really cute. It's the first man. He I reminded loved. me of Pacey, and you didn't agree with that from Dawson's Creek. He I had like a I Pacey, like Pacey vibe. I could see that. Um, I just 
Like he's like my type of face and and like and the curls like that that 90s haircut where it kind of Taylor's saying it comes out from under the ears a little bit. Yeah, and it goes crink. It's like a miniature Jennifer Aniston like Yes, a crink. And uh, yeah, and he kind of even had Jennifer Aniston at the top. Like it's just kind of like Yeah. Oh no, it was kind of more spiky. I don't really it, remember No, it exactly. was like it was Donna. It's it like it was Donna. What's Donna? Donna? so donuts if you don't know it's it's, a i think we've covered it on the show but it would be impossible to go back and find it um we called guys in high school that were like hot in this certain way (laughs) that they listened to fish they like probably like dave matthews they like liked um, puka shell puka shell necklaces they like drove vans like the the heel of their pant was shredded all the time (laughs) they wore birkenstock clogs they played guitar How do you spell um, it? D-U-H-N-U-H. Yeah, Donna. Donna. So it comes from the guy that was the quintessential Donna that was so hot. He had curly, moppy hair. (laughs) He had like those like kind of corduroy, like thin corduroy pants that were just. talked like this. Yeah, talked like this. And he had like, he just was a, he liked Grateful Dead and Fish. His name was Ryan Wilson. And so there's a Fish song called Wilson. And it's, um, Donna, Donna, Wilson. Donna. It's like this bass note. So Donna comes from Brian Wilson, who represents what that thing is. And we were like, oh. And so whenever we would see him, we'd go, Wilson, Donna, Donna. And so we called them. One day we agreed to call them Donna. That's so cute. And so so do these the guys always have marijuana on them? Yes. Yeah. Do they They're hacky around, sack? Someone around them will have it. Oh, hacky sack, a hundred billion oh, yeah. million. They've got a frisbee percent. on hand, a hacky sack. <laughs> Maybe those, they've definitely in college in the early 2000s tried that game where it's like, those strings run like in the courtyard of college where there's like those rubber bands between trees and they're like balancing on it. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Slack line, slack yeah. line. Oh, they were slack lining. So <laughs> they had Volvos. They, okay, yes, Old they had Volvos. 80s Volvos. The Donut they guys in my high school had VW stickers buses. On everything. Oh yeah, far from pooping. <laughs> what they have VW, VW buses, buses on? Like vintage yes. VW yeah, that's buses. what I think had. Wilson did. Yeah, Ryan Wilson had that. Yeah. And his life is like, because I was in love with him secretly. <laughs> His license said, Vir Vevi Vir. You remember his license? Kirsten remembers. We were saying it just last week. I don't know why it said Vir Vevi Vir, but that's what we like. Grateful Dead fans. Like, we are everywhere. Yeah, but it said Vir Vevi Vir. Like, I don't even. It might have said we're everywhere, and there was like maybe a little bit of it rubbed off. VW owners. Vir Vevi Oh, maybe it was. Oh my God. Like the far We called it Vir Vevi Oh, yeah. it was so stupid. Um, but anyway, yeah. So um, I just want to go through how many Matchbox 20 songs everyone knows because people, please I asked do. my mom to go with me. One. You're out and of I, your fucking mind. I know mind. they have a zillion hits, but you, I can't you think of. Oh, I know. Yeah. Besides the Santana one, which I loved. Yeah. Well, that's just Rob Thomas solo. And I've checked their set list for tonight because it's um, pretty static throughout their tour. And he's not doing any of his um, solo stuff, which is also stuff that I really love. But Bash 20 themselves. Okay. Taylor, uh, we can all complete this. I'm just going to. Um, should I? Can I play just seconds of the song? Yeah. No? As long as it's less than 10. Oh, great. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, that's 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. That's the one everyone knows. Must be tone deaf. (laughs) Oh. That one is. 
Said I don't know if I've yeah. ever been really loved by a hand that's touched me. And I, <laughs> honey, you know that I wanna push you around. Well, I will. Well, I will. Yes. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is a good one. Oh yeah, this one. They used to play these songs all the time on radio and in supermarkets and everywhere. That's the thing. It was How it's can you the backdrop know? to any time you would go into a supermarket, a gas station, a Panera, anywhere. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm just a little unwell. I know right now you can't tell. Um. Oh, I forgot all these iconic so guitar tones for sure. I guess I've already lost you. <laughs> I guess you're already gone. I, I think, think I'm finally scared now. You, you think, think I'm right? I think you're wrong. Yes, so that one's, <laughs> I think you're so mean. I think we <laughs> can try. I think, think I, I can just need this, this in my life. life and I, I think, think I'm scared. Do I, I talk too much? I can't really. That's a problem. I feel it if you're gone. Baby, Maybe it's time to come home. Okay, we had to just get to that. Oh, course. come home. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of moments like is that. He where he's like, like, oh, come Is he like kind of southern? It reminds me of like a So Adam Duritz will do that. Come home. Yes, it was a 90s inflection Pearl Jammy. And he's, you know, it's who he is. This one's a newer one. Do you know this one? Uh-uh. this one a lot. Okay, I know that one. Let's see how far we've come. Let's see how far we've... Uh, that sounds we're like not they got even, a little emo. For me, Rob Thomas really Talk. transitioned from like a guy that I wouldn't really look at to like, holy shit, he's hot. When he cut his hair, when he cut off that hair oh. you guys are perving over. Oh, remember? No, 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 no. I was. I don't remember when he cut it. Let me see when he cut it. I remember yeah, he was like on it. Howard Stern in maybe the early aughts or something or late. Probably. And I was like, <gasps> oh my God, he cut his hair and he Whoa, looked so hot. No. And he changed his oh style. Oh my God, when he shaved it. Yes. When he buzzed it. It was so Holy hot. Shit. Let me see. Let me see. I'm so glad this is airing after I meet and him. And he was wearing Ray Bands, <laughs> like cool Ray Bands. Buzzed oh, head. Like this aviators. is the look he Chris like, had um, after he yeah, did his shaved mohawk. Mama. He that, looks like I that, think you should leave. Oh, guy. Yeah, he kind of does look like Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like you better with curl. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to make the, that hair curls. <gasps> oh, yeah, Noah's showing us pictures. That one in the red. He's the red so shirt. Serious. Where he's, Can you yeah, Google cool. Rob Thomas Ooh. aviators? Because I feel like there was an aviator phase. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Because I remember I was like, I, what the fuck? Oh, look at that one on the top still looks left. Good too. That top left is my type right there. And yeah. he loves his wife so much. It's like so sweet. Oof, I Okay. He's almost Christian okay. Bale like. Wait, wait, he oh, totally did aviators. For- oh, There's yeah. a lot. Yeah, short hair wait, aviators. Wait, click on one of those. I want to see it blown up. Short hair aviators. Short hair aviators. Real specific with our um <laughs> this design. Is I can't believe there's not a tab for Rob Thomas short hair. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it, I can't believe it doesn't just fill in for you. <laughs> No, there's no short hair. Oh, wait, cutie. there's one. There he is. Oh, I mean, that's a short. Close. Yeah, he's he's cute. He's hot. Um, it's very exciting. Oh, he and he's so nice. And he's giving me 12 tickets tonight. So we're going to that tonight. And then tomorrow uh, for my birthday, Chris got me tickets to go see Tegan and Sarah. So I'm like, 
Yeah. I'm going to give him the ultimatum there. I'm going to jump in with those <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> I'm going to trade. Say you either, one of you gets Tegan and one gets Sarah. <laughs> I love them so much. Nikki, and you're um, really I'm so excited adventurous. You're so outdoorsy. I love, well, (laughs) you know, Flaming Lips was an, I'm not saying yes to any concert, by the way. This just so happens to be like bands I really care about. Fight Test by the Flaming Lips. They were playing Yoshimi Battles, the Pink Robots, that whole album, like first, and then they were doing more. Isn't that Hala's favorite album? Oh, yeah. yeah. She named her dog after, uh, she named her dog Yoshimi. So, um, but that first song, Fight Test, off that album, I had to be there right away because the first song of Fight Test is in my top five favorite songs of all time. It's one of my, it's, it's so the best. Emotional. And it was so good. I know, it's such it a good song. Makes me cry. I love that album. Because I'm a man, I don't know not a boy. About. And there are things oh, yeah. you can't avoid. Oh. You have to take it when you're not prepared. To... I don't even know why I like it so much, but I think it's because whatever key that's mm-hmm. in, whatever. There's some elements of that song that make my perfect song. Um, uh, Cause it's, it is like it's, there, when there's like a pleading in a song, like there's this new Taylor Swift song, you're losing me. And she's just like, she's telling the guy, like it's, it tells us a window into the, her recent breakup, not with Maddie Healy, but with Joe mm-hmm. Allen. And she's like in it, she's like, you're losing me. And she just like keeps screaming it, but it's almost like begging, like, be- try to like get me back but also like sorry like at the beginning she's kind of like i love the sorry i'm just gonna do a little swifty um song analysis right now but i think they're 12 <laughs> percent of our listeners care the song you're losing me it starts out it's so good she's like you say you don't understand you say you don't understand and i say i know you don't and it's so good because it's like you know that someone's like i don't understand and she's like I know you don't, but it's just, and it's, but there's kind of like a little bit of, in the first verse, there's a little bit of her being like, I gave you, like, I'm letting you maybe try to win me back. And then by the second verse, she's like, I gave you so many signs. I bit my nails all the time. Um, uh, Like you, my face was, my skin was gray, but you wouldn't admit we were sick. These are some of the lyrics of just like, you should have known that like, how do you say you love someone you can't see is dying? Like this relationship's been fucked. I've been like miserable in it. You don't even notice this is coming out of nowhere for you. I've been miserable for months and maybe I didn't say it outright, but like you should have like, it's not. It's weird that you wouldn't notice. I'm. I. I don't like you anymore. Um. So then, by the. But then, by the third verse, it's over, and you could tell he's in, by the bridge. He's running down the hall. She's like, "Now you're running down the hallway, and you know they all say you don't know what you lost until it's gone. You don't know what you got until it's gone." So then you can tell he's trying to like fighting back, and then the. I love the way she changes the chorus in the last. Uh, in the last chorus, she like is like sorry like stop it, you're losing me like this is you're embarrassing yourself mm. like i'm gone and i love a song that like takes you on a trip like that yeah. as well many is there anything um, in your past relationships that was like the indicator that it's over like what is it for all of you oh yeah that's a good point where it's an indicator that it's over like how do you know having too many I, like white chunks in the corner of your lips <laughs> like you don't find those charming anymore i would never date anyone that ever no had no no. One. i mean like but, but if so are you talking about like you showed up during a relationship like <laughs> yeah. suddenly they got it and you were like I'd so like, grossed that's out it. no but i'm saying in the past i 
do you think but what has happened in the past where someone i think what i'm predicting is going to be said because i've heard this before is that when you're disgusted yes, by them that's mm. what i was going to say when you get no the sex. yucks or whatever it's called icks the yeah icks. The, the ick which you would get from the white stuff yeah. in the corners when yeah just yeah, like, like you don't notice thing. it before yeah, or because like if, if they get like disgusted. sloppy, like if they get like so drunk Ugh. and you're embarrassed, I remember. or like so. But if you love someone, you can put up with that. It, it you get disgusted by their physicality. Their physicality doesn't have to change that much, and you can be disgusted by them when you finally are like not in love with them anymore. I yeah. think, and like uh, cognitively, like we were talking about, like as a woman, like if the emotional bond is broken, they can become kind of disgusting physically. Whether it's they get the white things on their mouth or not, <laughs> like they could have a clean mouth, and you could still be like, I don't. Even though I liked you a month ago, and you look like this mouth. right now, I'm repulsed. Don't you think that's because you made them much hotter by loving them? Like when you first meet someone, you're like, they're pretty cute, but sometimes you're like, I didn't even notice that guy the first ten times, and now he's the hottest man ever. Didn't that happen? That happens. When it happens to one of the people on the ultimatum. Actually, there's this girl that starts out like fine, and she gets so fucking pretty the more she is loved <laughs> by this person she's finally like in a relationship where she's getting oh, showered yeah. with love That's like so real true. intimate love and she turns into a glowing <gasps> princess it's wild watch it to see who you think it is um but yeah no i think i think people in love it definitely it's like talking to a plant and being like i love you and the <laughs> plant like grows um, I'm realizing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other things. Relationships. You know how they always say, like, they always come back. Just wait. They <laughs> always come back. They <laughs> don't yeah. for me. Like they've never come oh. back. <laughs> I'm always like, they're gonna come back someday. And all my breakups have been like violently, like traumatic, or not violent, but like, like you're cheating on me and you do drugs. It, it's always like, what? <laughs> Like, you've cheated on me every day for the last six years, and you're a cocaine no. addict? Was there any part of those people, because I'm just playing their side of things, which is literally the devil's advocate. Um, I, If I was cheating on someone so much and also doing drugs behind their back and all these things, I would kind of think they knew a little bit. And so I would be, yeah. even though, even I was if like, you didn't, oh, there would be a part of me that was like. diarrhea for the last six years. <laughs> that explains yeah, why there would be every a part time of me I as the, the cheater. The key in the lock. I'd be like. That would go, you oh. have to have known. Yeah. Like, was there any part where you, not that I think that is a right thing to assume. Like, if someone's just cheating to, like, slowly get you to notice that they're cheating and then you eventually call them on it. Like, not, none of it's cool. But I do feel like, even in Taylor Swift's song, she's like, I sent you signals and bit my nails down to the quick. I don't know what the quick means, but no, it's she like, didn't. I'm like, blood. you, you expect <laughs> him like to so figure far. out that... Like, well, she's like gnawing on her cuticles and it's like bleeding. I could see that happening. Um, I do that. But I could see him being like, why would I? Sometimes I don't notice those things. Like, sometimes I get mad at Chris because he won't notice like something that I've been so, like, so I think I'm being so pissy and like obvious about my feelings. But he, it's just, he's not even, he doesn't see it at all. And I'm like, how could you not? But it's like, he's just not in tune with the same things I would be in tune with. 
Um, I forget what my original question was, but it was, I like, guess. Like, how did you did not know that he was cheating? Did your boyfriend ever go, like, come on, you had to have No, known. because he was mm-hmm. a different breed of a person. Like, he was on the witness stand many times being interrogated by me. And every time, like, Before a perfect liar. Like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, babe. You really need to get some therapy. Like, So what did he say in response when you had then the proof and you went back and said, all of those times, how could you lie to me? Did he have any response to that he, to the times left. he left he left but he never he never he had to respond to it ran away he an and disappeared and i was like no response which by the way is a response mm. ladies and gentlemen if you feel crazy in a relationship get out like if you're constantly mm-hmm. like why do i feel insane and the person and you're like maybe i'm crazy you're not your gut is trying to tell you something some people are <laughs> i mean some people are but um yeah, he just left in shame. And like, I think like weeks later, I was like trying to piece together some stuff. And he was just like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, but no, mm. I need to like, what about that one weekend where you swore that you didn't like, did you actually mm. remember my friend who I, she told me that you cheated with her friend Remember, And then I didn't speak to her for a year because you told me that friend was crazy. Did you cheat? And he was like, does it matter? I'm like, okay, that's a yes. yes. Like he would never give me a yes. Uh, it was maddening. Oh my god, this guy. Ew, hate. Same. <laughs> I had the same guy. I hate. But also when I, I was like, was thing. it on my grandpa's funeral? And he's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We don't need to go through all he's of like, this. Oh yeah, like babe. the the past like, is the past. That's a very common f boy island phrase. Uh, what uh, happened in the past is the past. What and happens like, in Vegas? That means I cheat all the time. Yeah, chronically, and I and you know. It's about the future. We're moving forward. Wait, when I'm uh, also going to cheat on you. In the audiobook for Prince Harry's book, I listened to the forward because <laughs> he says in the very beginning, he goes, what's past is past. <laughs> he goes, what's, what's past is past and the past is in the past. And I listened to it so many times. It made me laugh. I wish I could play it. Can I play 10 seconds of it? <laughs> Yeah. Pasta okay, is pasta, no matter what kind. Okay. Oh, no, it's probably going to be the acknowledgments. I'll find it, like, after the commercial break. Yeah. What's pasta? <laughs> well, we'll play it. We'll, Anya will find it. We'll put it right here. The past is never dead. It's not even past. William Faulkner. Oh, wasn't that fun? <laughs> okay. We didn't yeah. hear it yet, but you guys did. Um, yeah, I. everyone's mad at Prince Harry again and Meghan Markle. Why? They just can't catch oh, a break. I that. So, because they only gave 13 episodes to Spotify for their like $50 billion deal, $50 million deal they got at Spotify to do a podcast, and she only turned in like 12 episodes. How and they called them like entitled in? brats. Um, I love them, and they can do no, like I will defend them to the death now. What? I'm really working on this friendship <laughs> that I'm going to have with them. <laughs> I, I think they're cool. I want to hang out yeah, with them. Sure I really do. I love him. I, I, I'm going to get in there because I'm going to, they're going to see me on something defending them. I get, I get their side of things. Um, someone was just calling him a little whinging, uh, whiny. <laughs> whinging. Oh, they love to use whinging. It was someone that I really liked again. too. And I was like, I can't even watch this because this person has it so wrong about them about like, all he does is whine. Oh, I'm a Royal and my life sucked. It's like, People that have great lives on the outside are allowed to have deep, 
pain, especially when you're never allowed to grieve the death of your mother that was public and you had to walk behind her casket and have a, and your dad didn't do any, your dad never <gasps> gave you a Get fucking Charles hug. Get off Charles's back. Your dad never, you never oh, got hell. one hug from except one person when you're a, what, 11 year old boy and you just lost your mom. No one hugs you, not your dad, and you never get to cry. You think you're going to turn out okay? No, no matter what, you got to feel sorry for that person and maybe have a little empathy for them as an adult, as I would you and whatever fucked up shit happened to you person online who's being mean to them yeah all his God. dad did was when he's like wait mommy's <gasps> gone forever he's like puts his hand on his back and goes i'm afraid so dear boy and walks out no charlie would and never. he wakes him up in the middle of the night to tell him and then just leaves him in the middle of the night so from like three in the morning until they had to get up for breakfast at eight o'clock uh, you know, and their servants came in to like dress them, and of course everyone's Ew. like, "Oh, they had servants. They had it so good." Y- you would have been fucking miserable in his shoes too. Just uh, everyone have a little goddamn I think fucking okay. empathy. So just empathy like the other Charles. perspective of that, where like I don't, I don't really know them that well, so I'm not here nor there. But <laughs> I guess the the issue that I have with people who have a lot of money behind them and all that. Mm-hmm. is that they have access to the best kind of therapy to get over that trauma and to rise up from it and stuff like like and and just thinking about like what I had to do to afford therapy and how like crazy that was like why don't they take advantage of it they're that's British. a lingering question they do There's- they do he goes to tons of therapy he was going like 5 days a week at what like he was he does all of that so it's like who knows if it's working or what modalities he's trying like he was doing mushrooms for a while to do oh. stuff with it whoa did you guys just hear this is so fascinating so they were doing an experiment with MDMA on a bunch of like trial yes. people that were just trying to make some money this is so cool so they were doing a trial of, you know, however many people. And one of the people in the trial said, wrote into the experiment people and said, um, I am, Google my name, you'll know who I am. I realized something big and I, I, um, I the, all he wrote was, Google my name, um, I experienced something during this experiment that made, made me realize I have to do something big. And then they Googled his name and he's a white supremacist that was fired from his job. And he was all over the news because he was one of the people that was uh, photographed at the Tiki Torch rally thing. You know, there's yes. Trump said there's good people on both sides, that bullshit, the, like pretty much a Nazi rally, mm. uh, a march that they did. I uh, forget where. They killed and, like, people in, was in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So he was photographed there, lost his job because of it all over the news. So these people in the study Google this guy's name and they go, oh, my God, he's going to do something big. That's all he says in his like cryptic email. And so they contact him to be like, what's going on, dude? And he's like, I just while on MDMA, I realized how ridiculous this all is. And I love everyone and I don't want to be a white (gasps) supremacist anymore. And like had a fucking epiphany. And so they think MDMA can like cure racism. Yes, because it opens your heart in a way that you can't hate. Yeah. And I thought I mean, that was that's so pretty, cool. Yeah. I know, it's so cool. I want to do MDMA. You should be forced for in jail if you do like a hate crime to do MDMA until you I love know. everyone. How do I get MDMA and do it on – how am – will someone please reach out to me about like oh, mushroom God. therapy, MDMA therapy? <laughs> no, in a healthy okay. way where it's like – you have a friend who does that on a regular my basis? My friend's sister who's coming to town Yeah, Neil it. Brennan – 
but I want, I don't know. I just want to know all of my options about how to do this like clinically so that I can have some like fucking epiphanies about life and um, my place in it. Because I do, I really believe in all of these things and I want to start learning how to do it that it isn't just some guy who gives me a baggie of stuff. You, Taylor, <laughs> what kind of, of therapies have you seen really work for people with severe mental illness and blocks? Like in your um, People do like peyote and mushrooms and MDMA and like... Basically anything, DMT, anything. And you've seen it. There's work? all kinds of drug assisted therapy. Not like I haven't like personally met anyone that, you know, seen them before and after, but like my friends have done it and they're like, it was great. But well, not like I haven't seen anyone become on racist. That has been that's worked for. Neil Brennan is not depressed anymore because of DMT. Mm. I've shared this before, but he did say that he would never recommend DMT to anyone or he, he, he couldn't pay him a billion dollars to do it again like he would never ever do it again but he doesn't have depression anymore wow. and he suffered with it his whole life which is even the reason why he was doing D like why would you go that far he tried every kind of thing um, and uh, and yeah so that's interesting okay we're gonna go to break and come back and talk about something else are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Another popular topic on the girls' chat. You get one on your bingo card. Um, Thank you to Nikki Glazer. Nikki Nikki pod memes, I think it's called, um, for making a bingo card on of Instagram, all the topics yes. I talk about every time on inst- uh, on this show. What? Let's see if I've hit how Nikki many pod hit. meme. Nikki pod memes. What's that Instagram? Yeah, Nikki pod meme. Okay, Nikki so let's see meme. on the on the bingo chart he made. Talks about succession. Haven't done it yet. This doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, I have well, you no did talk kids, about so a I TV can... show. It should just be a TV show that you're watching. I think six. I like six. No, because that's like every podcast. No, yeah, that's. It has to be. Okay. I think it has to be more specific. I think he nailed it, or she. I have no. So they. I have no kids, so I can spend money on. I didn't mention anything of that yet. Uh-uh. I don't think. Um, I mentioned Taylor Swift. Okay, ding, so ding, you got ding, one. Ding. Saying someone saying. K, I think I said. K, K. I said it. Okay, okay. K. K was said. Nikki trash talking certain Insta accounts. <laughs> we almost got there. Mm. Um, not yet, did, yeah. not yet. We will. We will. Yeah, let's get there. Mine. Nikki complaining about her previous, present, and future voice. Not yet. <laughs> no, I haven't done that yet. I, I, I haven't this done person's that funny. I know. <laughs> someone present someone jokes about Apple rankings. Didn't even talk about AppleRankings.com. Nikki talks about no free will. I haven't touched on uh, that yet. But I, will I? Old. I don't know. I'm not. No, I think I still do this stuff. Um, yep. And then mention the girls chat. So we have... Um, we have two. We've Wait, no, we have three. Ben, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see if we hit any more of those. You let, let everyone be on a lookout for those other ones because I want to see if we get. Because um, <laughs> right now we have the upper right hand corner, the bottom right hand corner, and um, the left middle <laughs> side. So we are. We don't even have close to bingo right now or tic tac toe. Okay. So um. Oh no, we could get. To, okay. But I want it to happen naturally, so I'm going to try to reset from my mind. Um, on the girls chat. So that's why I thought of this. Um, Anya, Anya always has genital questions. <laughs> general genital general questions. General genital is what and we call her. And she came up with one the other day. I don't even know what spurred it. Will you tell us the genesis of it? I don't the know gen- what spurred it. It's genesis? just been like eating at me, I guess. And I was just, maybe somebody was talking about their, I don't know. I can't remember. But I was like, I'm sick of seeing women wipe or that 
people talk about wiping, like obviously you wipe front to back, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. It's like I have a UTI. Oh, you're wiping front to back. Why are people back, right? bragging about that? They're all bragging about it. <laughs> yeah, like, guess right. what I know. And then you'll see a European <laughs> film does. and a woman sitting on the toilet, and then she pulls one of these. Okay, I'm gonna do it on. She does okay. this. Okay, so Anya's <laughs> taking her hand behind she does her backside this after peeing uh-huh. and wipes. So she'll just do that, and it's like <gasps> all the American audiences will gasp because we don't wipe that way in the states. We wipe like this, but we should. We just go. Meh. You should just go like that. You should do Front. a claw like a- really hard to. That's the best way. The European way is to start at the vagina from the back from the and back. go back like you're wiping your but yeah. why but don't you do two separate wipes front and back if i'm just peeing or you take the pee and no when i'm peeing and no, pooping no, is two separate sides just talking oh, peeing, guys pooping. follow me okay just, oh, talking, just peeing. talking peeing oh but in european films a woman pees and then she reaches around her butt to wipe okay and i'm saying i'm sick of this posing i think a lot of women are wiping front to back. They're just not grabbing their butthole and wiping. They're just wiping their vagina, their urethra. I wipe back to front from the front like you're not supposed to, like you're like everyone thinks you're bringing shit up into your vagina, but I don't even get near, I don't even get near my taint. It's just my vagina. I wipe just my vagina to the front and I don't get, I don't get yeast infections. I don't get UTIs except from sex. So I'm not going to change the way I do it. Thank I you. think the worrying about it is during poop and pee. I don't think anybody's worrying that when you didn't poop, there's still going to be some poop yeah, particles. Yeah, there's still oh, yeah. Right? Doctors there, worry. though. Oh. People worry. I thought it was just poop and pee. Doctors? And I was like, who don't would worry not about know? They're who sociopaths. would drag the poop into the vagina? <laughs> so, yeah, I was just taking a poll to see because I thought, like, maybe I'm the only woman that wipes back to front. But You said you dab. I dab, but really, I'll just wipe technically back to front but it's not like nikki said it's not past the perineum yeah your taint gives you a good quarter to a half an inch (laughs) before you're even in the asshole region to play with (laughs) and you can't play with it do you Um, know something disgusting that i do yeah 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 sometimes i if i'm doing both right sure i will take my pee because i go from front to back and i'll use the wet Oh, I totally do that too. As like a butt wipe. Yeah, I'll do that okay. too. It's not disgusting. What? I've never even wet. heard of it's that. A it's a wet genius. wipe. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? You guys. If you're far from the sink, because I also get a blob, I'll, dab I'll it, and dab then do it a sometimes. wet wipe. What? Yeah. I have never. But sometimes I do the under the sink with the pee, because there's not very much idea. pee on it. <laughs> To use your own pee as a wet wipe. Mm-hmm. Or sink. I had this friend one time she said spit she on spit it. on it. I was like, oh. I, I've oh, done that. For some reason that grosses me out Then more there's like food on no, like particles. No, you don't have food in your mouth. But I have <laughs> thought about, I'm like, why is my butthole minty? And I'm like, oh, I just brushed my teeth. <laughs> have you ever used your... Uh, <laughs> that sounds nice. It's have refreshing. you ever used your period blood as lube? Because they don't know you're on your period yet. Of course. And you're in yeah. the dark. And you're, they're yeah. like, they think you're super wet. <laughs> of warm. Sometimes I'm just like, I didn't, I don't know. I'm just like, I guess I am. And I'm like, oh, you got it out of me. Yeah, yeah that's what I say. You made it start. Yeah, but even though it's been going even for four days. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I was so oh, horny. My period they're like, there's came a out. tampon in. I think I had that joke actually in my act. Um, okay, so we covered that. I went to the pool yesterday with my niece and Neff, um, the public pool. I have never i haven't been to a public pool since we were kids that's where me and taylor fell in love um oh. was the tree court public pool where we'd spend every single day of every summer between seventh but and it was it. private 
it, it was private? Yeah. Oh, it felt public. You had to be a membo. But I mean, like, I still had to, at the YMCA yesterday, I still had to, like, pay. Yeah, that's, I guess It didn't that's feel not that public. public. I paid $32. Dang. Well, it maybe it was 13 but then plus the kids and stuff. Anyway, um, went with three kids. Three kids under the age of six. Just Swimming you? in a pool. And my sister. How are not more kids drowning all the time at these pools because it, there is a lazy river there there's a current flowing through that thing that is rough there's a lazy lifeguard there there's, there's lifeguards that through a pool they have a, a, la- river runs a, through it. a lazy river around the pool what's a lazy there is river? the webster pool goes through what what's a lazy river it pushes you i am confused at your question you don't know what a lazy river is i've never heard this phrase in my life shut i guarantee up. 12 Noah? listeners are with me have you guys ever heard I'm of a magic river? I'm just imagining like just flowing water. Yeah. No, but like, do you know, like if someone's like, oh, this water park is a lazy river. Do you know what that is? No. No. I think I can assume what it is. What? I don't know okay. if I truly know what, what is it is. What is it, Noah? Yeah, what is it? I, I just imagine like a moat basically and, and the water just like slowly running yes. through Yeah, it. you're yes, lazy. Like, it's, like, it's a river. Through they a, build yeah. like a river Slow where the water, water is flowing. So like if you sit on a raft, it'll just take you through it and around and around and around and you could go forever Man and ever made. around and around. Yeah. No. It's not an actual, it's <laughs> no, like with pool water. It's at a public pool, yes, it's man-made. <laughs> and it's, um, they're they're very common at water, I guess you've never been to a water park in your life? I'm just guessing I because have, they're I literally at every single one. one once. What? By the lazy river? By, by a 13 year old slapped me right across my face. <gasps> Why? Because he, he and all his friends cut in front of my little sister. You didn't know what sister. a lazy river was? <laughs> <laughs> he cut in front of my little sister and all her friends at her birthday. And I was like, hey, you can't do that. And he went, and he slapped me across <gasps> my face. <gasps> How that old were you? I was like life. 17 How or 18. How long did you guys date after? <laughs> oh my God. I just knew I liked that. Oh, you were 17 or 18? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, maybe Jeez. twenty. I've Did never he been slapped in the face? I must have been twenty. If my I know my sister was like <gasps> eight, nine. But so you look young, 16, so he probably 17. thought you were like his same age. Yeah. What did you do? Slap an I adult. just rounded all the kids up and was like, "We're getting out of here." I was like very shaken up. Oh my! And how old was he? Probably my or like probably fourteen. He was He's twelve, MDMA. and you were twenty. I would have st- yeah. been like, "Kid, what are you doing?" He was like, "My but it was height, just, it was I remember. Oh fuck! And he that's hit me terrifying. hard. <gasps> it's okay, oh but anyway, God. there was no lazy river there. <laughs> he slapped the knowledge of the lazy <laughs> yeah. river. You might have got to it if a kid didn't slap the shit there out of you. There are tons yeah. of water rides and water slides, though. But every water park has a lazy river. But it doesn't really? matter. Do you know what a lazy Susan is? Yes. <laughs> I do. Okay, good. Um. But do you know what a dumb Anya is? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a lazy brain is. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that was like more specific to not knowing what a lazy river was, but I didn't mean dumb. Um, uh, so yeah, it was the lazy river was so fun, but uh, I gave Poppy this like little unicorn that you put in water and it will grow warm water, you know? Oh. And I and she loves unicorns. Like a sponge? Yeah, like a, not a sponge, but it's like it's like a it, no. It actually like they go like in a, a re- pill. No, not a pill sponge. Those are fun though. But she, so it wouldn't go, it wouldn't get bigger in the cold water. I was like, you have to put it in hot water, babe, because it's like not growing at all. And so at the end of the day, she was like, I just, so I want, 
next time I want it to be pink and I want it to grow very big in the cold water. And I was like, you got it. So pink grows big in cold water. I'm on it. I will find it. And she was a like, penis. and it I know. has to be pink. She was so excited about it. There's no such thing. It has to be in hot water. Anyway, she lost, she was holding it in her hand the whole day. I gave it to her before we went to the pool. I didn't even know we were going to the pool. I just went over there to give them some gifts. And they were like, we're going to the pool. And I was like, I'm free. There's no excuse not to. Let's go. So um, she lost it at one point and was like crying. And I was like, I will find it. And so I went and, and she lost it in the lazy river. So in Arlo's like, she lost it right here. I'm like, buddy, it's flows. So it's going to get taken. I got to go further. Cause he was like, just look right here. <laughs> and I had to explain physics yeah. to him and things. And I was like, at least you've heard of a lazy river. You know, we are starting from a place that I can get on board with, but no, he, um, he, and so then I was, I had to borrow goggles from this little girl. So I was wearing the tiniest little goggles. And I was like, I'll be back in five minutes. I'm going to look for this thing. And so I went and I found it. I went all the way around the lazy river and it was disgusting what was going on in there. Cause any piece of debris, I was like, is that the band-aids? Unicorn? It was band-aids, hair ties with like tons of hair all Ew. over them and just like Ew. tissue paper. And lazy just, like, lifeguard. Oh, it was clean so it. gross. Syringe. And then I, I, honestly, I would not have been surprised. And so, so I get all the way through the laser river. I couldn't find it. But then there's this little part that like kind of you goes off and turns into a whirlpool. An so it's eddy. like a little. Yeah, an eddy. And you just go around and around. And, a, and, it, and it was swirling around. I couldn't believe I found this tiny little white unicorn in this white, you know, painted pool. And um, and I like heroically was like, got it. And she just like took it from me. And I'm like, are you not going to be like excited <laughs> that I was. And she's like, I don't know how I dropped it. I was holding it. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. It wasn't, but um, <laughs> she, so I felt like a hero, but I, after an hour of being there, I was just like, we gotta go, like, can we ditch these kids, like, and, like, go talk or something? Like, it's just, it never stops. It never, never. ends. And a my tench. sister just said, it never ends. It doesn't ever end, because they're into everything, and they could all drown at any second, because they're not all that strong of swimmers. It was just a lot. There's a woman who lives but, across um, the street. She's a beautiful young mom. And she just had her second kid. And I see, I think that she's pregnant with her third. And every mm -hmm. time I look out the window, she's parenting. Like there's always a child on a driveway in a wagon rushing toward traffic. She's stopping it. I'm just like, this is like 24-7 hypervigilance. I don't know kids aren't dying all I the time. Know. I was saying this to Emma this weekend, uh, Chris's sister-in-law, because she has a young kid. It's like a, like a toddle. You know, they're toddling everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, how did kids, when there were like fire, open fires and like <laughs> sticks and shit, like how were kids not just being impaled and burned constantly? And I think <laughs> they probably were. Or they treated them like a dugger and they did the old the blanket whip. What's wrong with a leash, by the way? <laughs> they like what? beat the kid. If the kid would go off the blanket, blanket the duggers would like whip. hit the kid, a baby, until it learned to be docile and not go off the blanket. Oh, you oh. haven't watched this So that's this why yet, all Taylor? dugger kids are no, like, you're going to no. like it. I don't, it's a four-part series. Did you watch it? I tried to watch. I watched two parts, and I was just like, "It's too slow." I, I I need things to have a two times the speed. That's why I love the girls' chat. I can zip through it. That's why I love podcasts. Mine stopped That's doing why I love two times. YouTube. I can two times the speed. I can't do it. Mm. Um, I think that's bad for us, though. I do too. two times the speed because it it it. I think it like, like um, so inhibits us from uh retaining attention i almost lost track of my thoughts but <laughs> but it's for people with add like you sh in the, all the add chats on reddit where people are I asking actually, advice for their kids are like you know my kids having trouble in school and they're like 
try to get lessons um to do the lessons the teacher sends and do them two times the speed because my kid can then follow it because there's if there's a lull the kid will look at something else i mm-hmm. had to stop listening because i would do like 1.5 times on the girls chat and then i realized like i think everyone's voice is this fast mm-hmm. and everyone sounds like kind of cheery and then when i listen to it at one speed it's completely like the tone is completely different. So totally I'm like, different. I'm, I'm yeah. just characterizing right. everyone. I'm gonna let you back to this part of the podcast on 1.5. It's <laughs> it, it, it's so true because I will listen to like you know someone crying and they'll like actually sound really upset like yeah. and I'm really like, so sad about it and you know my dad died and, and like yeah, so be like it does it does change everything when you listen to. Um, We're always on, crying on that, by the way. Yeah, that's it. Does create bad habits. I do think there's something nice about listening to things on regular speed or not being not multitasking all the time. I was on a Zoom meeting the other day, and someone said something, and it was really interesting, and I missed it. And my first thought was, "I'll just rewind," and then I'm like, "Fuck, this is in real time. <laughs> I can't rewind." Yeah. I've been taking some like voice lessons online, doing this like course, and yeah, I constantly. Because she isn't talking two times the speed, I, she loses me all the time because I have too much time to venture away. I think for me, it, it helps my focus to keep things moving. I can't, like movies I and TV shows, I rewind hundreds of times in a- any TV show. Hundreds. Because oh. I get distracted so much because it's so slow. Did you, do you guys not have that trouble? Mm. I would never. I have that too. And it's, I think it's, it's my phone that's created this problem because as you're talking, I'm like, okay, it's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it your focus that was inhibited first? Or right. was it because of like all these no, other No, I factors? was not like this in high school. I did not suffer ADD in high school like, like this. I mean, I was disorganized. I had many of the signs of it, but I was not like, uh, my attention was, it was not hard for me to like, I was really good. Now that I'm in like a class again, it's the first time I've been like learning and in a Zoom, it's a Zoom class, but I do these like once a week and I realize like what a little good student I was because I was always like nodding along with the teacher so they'd know that mm-hmm. I got it. Like I wouldn't do it just like out of nothing because then they'd call on me and I wouldn't know. But I was always <laughs> like, you want to give them feedback of like, I got it. Like I was like, man, I was a really good student and now I'm really suffering keeping up with the work, keeping up with the lecture, taking notes. Like I just, it's so out of my, um, wheel. Oh, scratch it off. Purview. Bingo. Wait, um, is purview? That's all right. Purview. I just feel so. like I'm wearing too many hats in the class. I'm trying to be a good student. I'm trying to be a good singer. At the uh, end of singer. the day, yeah. it is what it is. Oh uh, yeah, that is true. I mean, it all does come down to that. And um, here for but the have right you guys reasons. taken any classes recently? <laughs> have you like taken like school classes where you have like a curriculum and like a syllabus? No, but I'd be down. Um, I just graduated two years ago. God, and it was true. Really, like I didn't go for ten years or something. It was hell. Getting back into it. Yeah, to go back to school again for three years oh my god hell having to like i just remember that last paper i ever turned in and how grateful i was i was like i'm never gonna have a paper due the rest of my fucking life i still have nightmares about papers me too you but you had papers up until two years ago mine are like high school still or like i forgot my locker combo style Ooh, yeah that's a popular one (laughs) do you ever lose your teeth in your dreams 
No. That's like another one that happens to a lot of people. In my nightmares. I never, I'm wake. never naked in my dreams. I'm always trying to um, masturbate, but I can't get alone. <gasps> Interesting. And, like I think I've had every that one. night. Whoa. Isn't that weird? Well, another weird thing Self-care. is happening to you right now that you shared on the G- GC. It is? Yeah, string. Oh, the <laughs> string theory. String. <laughs> I have a string theory. Did you know about it, I, you guys? I, did I'm you, up did to you guys date read it? on the GC, so... I, I, I never yeah. had it. I'm though. sure there's some. I want you to share because I'm sure there's someone out yeah, there that okay. does have this. Is for my friend Hannah. Um, so it's I never I I didn't ever describe it. I described it to my friend Hannah. It's like your belly button kind of hurts, but it feels like there's a rubber band going from your belly button to your vagina. And we googled it, and apparently only women can have it because some part of your umbilical cord could still be in there, like the inner part. And that's where it would kind of connect. And so right now I have it. I can't straighten up all the way, like, or it feels like the rubber band will snap, and it pulls both my belly button and my vagina. So there's got to be something in there connecting the two. Yes, there's a there's the string. The string. Would you say <laughs> an illusion, or is it an actual physiological part? Well, what we. That it's actual physiological part, perhaps. This is just somebody like when we were Google. It's really hard to Google that. And you know, if you go to the doctor, they'll be like, "I've never heard of that." Let me look it up, and you're like, "I've already done that." Yeah, and you're not going to find anything I didn't find. So it could be umbilical is still up in the silicone. I love these weird things. Umbilical cord is in our where? Yeah, some land it. I guess it feels like I've, or it could be maybe I've never had a maybe UTI, like, but it could feel kind of like you got like maybe you got a pee, but you don't. I just got some it, is in your belly button. necklaces like wrapped up in each other. So what if there's two different cords that go like that intertwine to some, sometimes and they got to get on unta- and that's why they snag. Yeah, maybe it's a nerve, Taylor. I don't know. I, I had a weird we thing as know. a kid that was like a phenomenon that used to happen to me and my sister. Where everything would just go, speaking of two times the speed, everything would go really fast and seem really loud. And it, my mom like would talk and we'd be, and I'd be like, I can't, I can't don't talk anymore. Please don't talk anymore because you're really fast and you're really loud. It's like, it was like this weird thing that would come on. I would feel it coming on and I'd go like, oh, no, 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 no. And it would sometimes happen when it would be very quiet, like during a test. And then all of a sudden mm. the pen, the pen sounds would be like, booming loud like not actually i knew they weren't actually loud but i like and and then but also very fast and also like slow-mo it was like this weird distortion of reality and my sister was the only person who had it too Hmm. and it didn't it stopped happening after childhood Hmm. and then if you google it final thought if you google it things speeding up very fast and getting loud it is a phenomenon that happens to a lot of kids wow and it tapers off after adolescence but it used to happen all the time and my sister and i would always just go it's getting loud and and slow and fast and all like it's slow and fast it doesn't even make any sense but my mom would have to just stop talking and i would just have to like like kind of like uh burrow myself in bed and like cut out all the sounds to make it go away so if anyone else had that that is a thing that happens to um, all of us. And also the thing that I think happens to all of us is that like thing where you like have, I guess it's heartburn where you like feel if you like breathe in too much, it'll like hurt again. Like when your heart has like a sting Mm-mm. feeling. And what you about to, like, when your be, tubes you get twisted? Still. <laughs> no, what? When you, when your esophagus is two of them for some reason. What? Get twisted. <laughs> no, we don't, I don't have know two this one. Really? 
I know, but it feels like that. Really? I got so many strings inside. Isn't it weird that esophagi <laughs> would never be used unless you were like collecting esophaguses? Like, why would anyone? <laughs> what do you mean? It's just gonna be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know the esophagus twist. I do have yeah, a. Sometimes heart. it feels like it twists. Go ahead. I have a thing sometimes, like, I'm sure people get this, like a weird pulled muscle in between your ribs, and it feels like you're having a heart attack. Like it happened the other day in bed, and I was like, babe, I might die. If I die in my sleep, I'm having a heart attack. If I die in my sleep, I'm just something weird is happening right now. And he's like, it's three in the morning. Matt's like, what is going on? I'm like, there's a spasm in my heart, and I don't know if I'm dying or if it's a rib muscle. And it was just, he's like, is that the feeling I'm talking about where if you move it'll or breathe too much, it'll come back? Like you feel it for a second. Noah, do you ever have that? I can't believe you guys don't have this. That I I have not had. So it just all of a sudden there's a stinging and then you're like, oh, I have to stay frozen because I <laughs> the stinging almost felt br- brought on by my breath in my heart. Oh, my God. That's another common We're thing that does not mean you're dying. All messed up. If you do get that, it does not mean you're dying. Do you guys ever um, have then, like, I was bit by spiders, so many spiders, and it only happens at night? <laughs> I used to see spiders going to your molest. No, no, I really. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spider is symbolic of the mother. I learned that. In what? My really? Yeah, I'm afraid of spiders, and I would have dream spider dreams. And my therapist is like, "That means mother." <laughs> spider like, means mother. Okay, so this is a Russian, Russian therapist. Yes, oh, my mom's wow. also afraid of spiders. Yeah, I'm not scared of spiders at all. Centipedes, oh. I would rather. I mean, I would rather a thousand spiders in a room with me than two centipedes. Which way would you wipe with a centipede if you had? What if to? you had a centipede connecting <laughs> your belly button and your clit? <laughs> Oh, and it just went. I can now look at videos and pictures of centipedes, but as a kid, I wouldn't even look. I couldn't touch pictures I, oh, if it was on my phone or something. Cute. They like house centipedes. <laughs> yeah, remember that broom one I had? Mary? Yes, the sharpie. Oh, 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 the one that was, it was no, that was a millipede. It was just crawling across the floor. It looked like a sharpie. That was just it was the size of a sharpie. It was, one is it was richer the than the other. <laughs> No, millipedes are like have like a bulbous like, body, and centipedes are the ones that are like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like they move like that sound, like, <laughs> and they and they go all fish? different ways. Silverfish are like kind of centipede-ish, like, but they are not centipedes. <laughs> but centipedes are just anything with like that many legs all Too lined many. up together. Spiders have them more like, oh, daddy long legs. Daddy long I legs as DLLs. a kid, <laughs> I used to. I don't mind them if they're like traipsing along and like their legs but I don't like when they go up on a wall and they go flat (laughs) I hate when they flat on a wall I hate hate when when they they dance clinking clinking flat in the shower they go they do I think that's kind of cool I don't feel bad I just don't want them to be flat I feel bad actually about killing any animal in the house except that scary looking silverfish house centipede whatever it is it looks like I don't think I could kill one because I love all animals but I do understand what you're saying i yeah that but first of all they're too Batman. scary to catch even if you like get a bowl over them and you slide a like piece of paper underneath i don't want to touch the paper that might be touching really? and they get flatty they are so flat that they could oh yeah oh, those things get shunk. they they daddy long they're like so flat have you ever seen a Yellow mouse flatty. like go so into fast, your and wall they don't know where they're going a they have mouse no plan. can what? get so fucking flat i saw a mouse they, come like, out flatty long legs. i saw a mouse come out of a hole that was like you could barely fit a silver dollar. Yeah, they're in like there. octopi. They're just like a rat or esophagi. <laughs> a rat came out of my floor <gasps> in San Francisco, the size of a quarter. Like it it went mice. Boom. Yeah, it never creeped me out. And it like when they, they, they look like a unicorn in a when lazy they, river. Yeah, 
when they bust through your floor, you'll be scared. I do, but like, some oh. people are like naturally scared. <laughs> scared <of mice> <laughs> Like in a way like fast, spiders, I think. People are scared of the fastness. But some people, like it's oh, almost yeah. like, okay, let me, right? let's do a ranking right now. Snakes, spider, <gasps> mouse. What, mouse what's your spider don't mouse care is number one. at all. I like uh-uh. spiders and I like snakes. For me, the the rat represents disease and I'm scared it's going to bite yeah. me and I'll have like rabies. And you'll something. have a disease. Oh, you're like thinking <laughs> long term with this thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Rats I don't think, I think about short term with all of these things, but you're right. That's, that's probably smarter. Um, oh, you're thinking about their lineage as well. Okay, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't know we were supposed to twenty three and me. This spiders would never. Even though my grandma one time said, I asked why I couldn't borrow a car, and she said, the spider and his wife had babies in there because oh, they oh, couldn't have sex unless they were married. So oh yeah, and his that's wife. why I couldn't bother. And cop. they couldn't live together. I mean, this would be in sin. That's so funny. Um, I would. I. I've never. Mice, I think, are always cute. I don't mind them. Even if one was in my house, I would not cute. try to kill it. I wouldn't get a mouse trap. I don't. No, I just rat, have never not cared. A mouse. Mice and rat, rat is just a bigger things. mouse to me. Doesn't okay. doesn't matter. Oh. I don't. It just didn't get to me. The black plague stories of how rats spread that. I just did. Didn't. There was the fleas that snacked on them. Oh, okay. So it wasn't even the rats. All right. Um, and I would say number one is um snake i would be the most scared because uh-uh. those can bite the shit out of you and they're just like it's too slithery they also don't know where they're going spiders i think have more <laughs> of a plan they, spiders stick to like a straight line you know centipedes are going every which way they're zigzagging they don't know spiders tend to go in one straight line like you can kind of trace them and they're easier to like pick up and flick if you can but flick they get it. flat spiders get so flat but if i'm telling a... I'm, i guess i'm saying in your bed in your bed mm. a tarantula snake a, a snake that can't bite you let's say Tarantula and a rat friendly. that has no teeth <gasps> i would welcome this snake. a rat that has no teeth and its claws it's it, it been checked and its claws can't scratch no, it. it's been declawed is which is so mean a, a gummy rat Spidey. with no yeah. teeth yeah yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> old grandpa rat because he wants to snuggle he's gonna want to burrow but what's wrong with him snuggling he can't hurt you a he's rat? just a little He's sick. He have a if he doesn't have teeth, he's butt? sick. I don't want. Okay, him. what if they've been tested for sickness and they have if no? A, they carry if no. If he was like my neighbor's poop. pet rat that escaped, fine. How are you going to be in with them? They're going to poop. They're going to. I don't want to be in with life. any of them. You're making me. <laughs> okay, you have to be in a bed with a rat <laughs> under your duvet, and this rat has no disease. It's been checked. No disease. It he's is a pet declawed. Rat. Okay, and it has um. And it has, but you don't, but it, and no teeth. Okay. Then there's a spider that cannot, not disease, can't give you disease and has no fangs, will not bite you. And then there's also a snake has no fangs. Um, and it's a medium sized snake. Um, and it also has no fangs and won't even try to, you won't even bite you with a skin. Cute. What are you going to do? Definitely. I love the snake the best. To stay two minutes in a bed. Yeah. And you, you're blindfolded. I love it. Oh, I love it. If I would have hold my it. legs really you tight. Would love it. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want it. If you don't it, want it dildo in. Oh my god, trying to go in back in its nest. Yeah, yeah I think I'd like um, the snake the most too. He's cute. I would like the rat. Spider, get Noah. the fuck out of there. You're, I'm gonna squish you. I'm gonna hurt you. I feel like the spider one wants doing? nothing to do with me. He'll be fine. He'll just crawl away. But you're uh-huh. blindfolded and you don't know and it's in the dark. He's gonna put all eight in and bust into your bee hole. <laughs> I'm just protecting my bee hole. Oh, he's gonna go feet first yeah, go, and then go whoosh and then <laughs> I was gonna say through. if I'm if I'm wearing underwear, it's the spider. 
If I'm not wearing <sighs> underwear, I guess it would be the rat. <laughs> the rat just wants to get in your crack and warm up. He does not. He can't fit. Yeah, you don't want that. That spider could fit in your asshole, and you've got to consider that. So no, they I wear your mouth. Warm places. He would go right up in my vagina. I don't want. Wait, that. I don't know that spiders are looking for warmth. They are always in caves and shit. So they I want think ticks wet are and one warm, warm your vagina. Okay. Well, I'm glad we had this discussion. <laughs> I feel so much smarter because people <laughs> are either snake, spider, or mice. People like they, there's that fear. And I would probably say I'm most scared of spiders out of all those because they just don't, they're just too, their legs, they go too fast. Yeah, they're too fast. I didn't know this about you. I'm really explain. But snakes, but there are certain people that if you even talk about snakes or like have a snake, I think um, what's uh, Kim Kardashian, Ellen, that's one way she tortured her on her show. Uh, it was spiders actually with Kim Kardashian. She was terrified of it. It was like on that Maury episode where the girl's scared of cotton. Cotton Bullman. That was so crazy that he did that to her. I know, but it was the highlight of my life. This girl was scared of cotton and they dressed a man up. I can't even say it cotton because I, they had to then go and get the cotton and like put glue on it or something. Oh I'm, yeah, and it was just I'm falling off the ground. Scared. Oh, you guys God. both have this phobia of cotton where you can't talk about cotton without your mouth. No, I do, I do, but. I do, but Taylor doesn't. I'm just talking. When Nikki, she's just supporting me. When we were kids, I would put a sock in my mouth no. and go, da, "No!" and it's go cut in, and she would no. scream and run. I don't want that at all. I can't. There was another thing this weekend that I was like disgusted. There was oh, oh, those motorcycles and that thing. We talked about that. Oh, my, another fear of mine as a kid used to be semi trucks going under. <laughs> Going under bridges and getting stuck. Yes. <laughs> and just being like, and like scraping off the top. I used to have fucking, if there was a semi truck and there was like a bridge coming up, I'd be like, ah, it's not going to make it. If you ever look, there's like two inches to I play know. with there. It's nuts that Imagine more are just driving. Like, I, I, those people, they, I don't know. I can't even but, imagine it. Wait, you're afraid because then it would smash you? Or like just it would the noise? just cause so much mayhem on a highway with people going <laughs> 70 miles an hour and then all of a sudden this thing, it would either knock out the bridge and be so big and like a huge catastrophe, but I just don't want to see people dying everywhere. Uh uh-uh. uh. And Me it would cause either. people to go, psh, 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 my, my fear up. is dying everywhere. So there you go. Um, you do have empathy, Nikki. I don't, because I don't want to see people dying. Yeah. Because you're I mean, putting I, yourself I in the. Never questioned if I have empathy. Oh, I thought you. I thought you had, or a therapist had. Oh, um, you're always like, I don't know if I'm that empathetic. You've definitely said that before. Donna used to say I didn't, but I. I definitely think I'm empathetic. Okay, I yeah. definitely. Yes, yeah, you I, love animals. Yeah, you can't be vegan unless you're empathetic. It's there's no other reason to do it. So but yeah, I, I think humans. I passed that test. What? I don't like humans as much as animals. I know. It's, it really is. Because humans, you can explain what's going on. And animals are just like, what's happening? Aww. That's my thing. It's like, if you could talk to animals, I'd be like, yeah, let's kill them. It's fine. <laughs> this is what's going to go down. <laughs> let's all put them on factory farms. I don't give a shit. But at least we can explain to them, like, you, we look at you as lesser beings because you are happen to be a different species. And so we get to eat you and torture you. Do you understand it? Oh, you do? Okay, that makes it easier for me to do. <laughs> but you, if you don't, if you're just like the whole time... You're your whole life, you're just like, what? Should have been a part of the bingo card, buddy. Um, vegan yeah. rant. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got to go. Tomorrow on the show, my mom will be here. Frangie will still be on his honeymoon, but we will talk about so many things, including the Matchbox 20 concert we are going to tonight. Yes, we will. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Don't be cut. And just use your pee as a wet wipe.
Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.